Hi, Sol here. I'm the host of PWR Network's Confidence Building Series. Here's a question that 95% of the people I ask respond with a loud no. <laughs> What's the question? The question is, are you paid what you're worth? What's your answer? Is it no as well? If so, then it's time you start our self-paced master's class right here on PWR Network. Study right along with this series. Visit PAY411.co. Again, that's PAY411.co to register for our self-paced conference call-based classes today. If you'd like, call me at 312-268-0000. Again, that's 312-268-00 to learn more. Welcome back to PWR Network, the world in your hands. And a gracious aloha and welcome back. You're listening to Soul, the author of Pay Me What I'm Worth, and we are on week 11 of 12 weeks as we firm up our confidence. This week, we are talking about genuine gratitude or gratitude guidelines. And to kick off the show, I would like to make sure everybody knows who everybody is. And for those listening in, if at any time you want to go out to bit.ly forward slash confidence cast. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash confidence cast. You can actually see the faces and click on links of the very people we're about to introduce to you. So let's just run down the list, everybody. Say a shout-out and a howdy. Crystal? Hello, everybody. And Elaine. Aloha, everyone. Isabel? Hello, everyone. Stuart? Hi, everybody. Sarah? Hello, everyone. Monica? Hello, hello. Anna? Howdy-do. JC? I was muted. Sorry. Hi, everybody. Hey, all right. So you have now met the cast that has gone for the last 11 weeks on a journey to upgrade their confidence. Gratitude. Ladies and gentlemen, gratitude. When it comes to absolute granite strength gratitude, confidence is a byproduct. Any thoughts on that opening comment? Who wants to chime in first? Yeah, I think this is the foundation of moving forward in any area of your life because this takes you out of feeling sorry for yourself or thinking that you don't have the opportunities that other people do, the economy is so bad, blah, 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 all those negative thoughts. As soon as you shift into gratitude and, and being grateful for the things that you do have, no matter how small, no matter how few, you, you shift your mindset. That's the start of everything changing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For those currently in a situation where it's tempting to have the woe is me party. Now, I realize no one on our show today has ever had a, a pity party, right? None of you have ever had a pity party? Never. Of course not. <laughs> no. Not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not in the last hour or so, yeah. <laughs> have you ever noticed the old saying, misery loves company? Has anybody ever heard that one? Yeah. 
What do you think's behind that? The energy you put out when you're feeling that way and talking about what's bothering you and you start venting and it, you, you want to gravitate towards those people that will acknowledge what you're thinking and feeling and you don't want to be around the people who necessarily want to shift your perspective right away. You want to, it kind of feels good to to be around people that acknowledge what you're feeling and thinking, I guess validate you. That's what it is. It's about the validation. Feeling yeah, I think the more, the more miserable you are, and the more you attract misery. Have you ever noticed people who are consistently positive, they're upbeat, they have a smile on their face? Have you ever noticed that they draw suspicion? Yes. What do you think that's about? It's Isabel. For me, it's not suspicion. It's like sometimes I wonder if they are really happy or if they are not hiding something behind. Okay, who else? What What else do you think is behind that? If someone's consistently happy, that you might wonder if they're really being real. This is Sarah. I believe that people that are always smiling and that are always happy are the positive people that see things uh, or the glass half full. Most people that are negative or that concentrate on the negative things see a person as positive. They're always wondering or they ask them, why are you always smiling? What is it about you or your life that you're always happy? There is that level of questioning, isn't there? People have always wondered, soul, given what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. There are those who have known me for some time. They, they are flabbergasted how I can remain upbeat and happy about things. I ask often, what's the alternative? Would you prefer that I'm some sort of cranky, mean, nasty, negative person? Is that what you'd like? <laughs> right. Right? Yes. I guess some, they just want people to be real. And I think that if you're happy all the time, you're not real. Because, as Isabel said earlier, you can't be that way all the time. But maybe those people are a little bit miserable in private where they won't affect other people. And then when they yeah. see other people, they, 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 they just feel, portray this happy side of themselves. Or in fact, maybe be, being with other people actually makes them happy. Well, I'm, I'm setting the stage for a topic that I think is often mistaken for gratitude. Based on what you read, what do you think I'm setting the stage up for? This is Monica. I think you're going into the emotion behind your words. That's a good start. Mm -hmm. I think you're setting the stage for genuine gratitude. Genuine gratitude. And uh, let me pick on Elaine. Elaine, can I pick on you for just a couple of seconds? Sure. Okay. Elaine, let's set the stage where you and I are sitting down over a wonderful meal. You've, you're taking me out to a beautiful restaurant. You told me that it's going to be your treat. And we get there, and I sit there, and I profusely shower you with praise for all the love and attention you've been giving me and have you saved my butt once again, buttering you up and I'm buttering you up and I'm buttering you up because I'm going to ask you for yet another favor. Right. Now, am I being grateful or am I being manipulative? Well, possibly. Manipul the positive side, you would like to say that you are grateful, but you could be manipulative. 
manipulative and trying to like force me in, or trying to think that I have to do whatever you're going to ask of me. So yeah, I think there could certainly be some manipulation there. I, I'm bringing this up because oftentimes what I've observed is people who are constantly positive, genuinely positive, people see them as suspect and they think that them being positive is a way of manipulating them. There's a saying that I like to use on my tagline from time to time, smile, that keeps people wondering what the heck you're up to. Uh, <laughs> so when it comes to manipulation and it comes to gratitude, where do you think the line is drawn? Any speculation on that and how it relates to confidence? I think it's related to your intention behind what you're doing. And you know what? That intention could be kind of subconscious that you don't even realize you're manipulating. You got it. You got it. Think about your level of confidence here, ladies and gentlemen. If you are being a genuine person, consciously genuine, that you are also going to radiate confidence? I think so. I mean, confidence, when you feel confident, you feel good. When when you just have that great positive feeling, place of gratitude, I, I I think that's definitely relates to how good you feel is your confidence level. Other thoughts? So I think when you're being true to yourself, even like last week in the ethics, being true to what you believe in, being true to yourself, you know that where you are, you know where you stand with yourself. There's no questioning who you are or what you're about, and that will give you confidence. Mm-hmm. Oh, very true. Anybody have a story they want to share with our listening audience about a time when someone was absolutely grateful, grateful in a way that you knew there was no strings attached. There was no favor to be asked afterwards. There was no sense of an IOU related to that gratitude. Does anybody have a story that they can share about experiencing someone being most grateful? This is Anna, so I have one. Okay. friend of mine who took several courses on web web building and web design and we were just having a conversation one day and she said how she took this course and sat there for two hours and still didn't get her question answered i asked well what was the question and she asked me and i sat down at the computer and i showed her the solution she has genuinely she's worked with me before in, in, in other ways to to that we did business together but this was just purely something i did for her and her overwhelming gratitude was there. And I will tell you that the reason why I bring this up is because this is not the first time that I've answered a question for her that she thought she was going to get the answer somewhere else. But because of that, she made me aware of what information that I had within me that I really didn't realize that I had. So it not only was she very, very grateful, she actually boosted my confidence. So, Bingo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm fishing for. When we experience genuine gratitude, and I'm going to define genuine gratitude, is a feeling towards someone of great joy, great happiness, with zero expectations going forward, zero requests, and the person receiving the gratitude receives it in a way that there's no need to counterbalance it. They can just simply receive it. Oftentimes when I've witnessed people who are confident people receive praise. For example, I'd like to pick on uh, Jace for just a minute because, Jace, I know that with your work, doing workshops and seminars and so forth and so on, 
oftentimes after a workshop and seminar, and I'm sure this is the case for also Anna, I'm sure you've encountered this, and Stu, you've encountered this, and Isabel, I imagine you've encountered this too, along with Monica. After you've led someone through an emotional process, and Jace, after the, it's all said and done, and they come up to you, and they start profusing this, wow, you have really changed my life, and they start complimenting you and sharing gratitude with you, can you imagine how, if you're not completely open to fully receiving that, you're not respecting what they're doing, right? I hadn't thought about it that way, but yes, totally. Sometimes it could almost be confronting to accept that much praise. But yeah, it's accepting that acknowledgement is also acknowledging how much work they've done. I, I see the connection that you're drawing. Yeah. I'm cool. glad you're bringing this up because I've watched very powerful people actually alienate the people that are praising them because they bounce back the praise. There's a shallowness to receiving the gratitude that the other person is sharing. And when the person who is sharing the gratitude senses it's being not listened to or not fully received, it's almost insulting. True? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, how many times do we hear about somebody saying, oh, thanks for doing that thing? Certainly here in England, it's an automatic knee-jerk re- response to say, oh, it was nothing. Oh, no, it, 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 it was okay. It, it, didn't, it didn't take long or whatever. And you kind of negate the thanks by doing that. So I've had to get into the habit of thanking that thanks. Somebody gives me it. So this is Monica. I think talked about this before with giving and receiving. Very important. I think it's very important to be able to receive gifts and compliments well because and and like we're talking about it's respecting that person and how they feel i know i've i have been in a situation where i have gone to really thank someone and they dismissed it i felt horrible i I was like oh wow maybe i'm not grateful anymore (laughs) one of the things that i've often coached leaders on just because you can do it and you can do it without even thinking about it. You can do it like breathing. You don't even thinking about it. You you do it, and you, it, it is second nature to you to do whatever it is that you're doing that you're being praised for. Just because you can do it second nature doesn't mean they can. Thinking, Isabel, I was thinking if you if you uh, if you crave gratefulness, I mean praise, isn't it a lack of confidence? Ooh, ooh, that's a juicy juicy question. Folks, what do you think? Yeah, of course. If we're continually doing things so that other people will notice and thank us, building our confidence and building our esteem, and that comes from a position of having a lower esteem. I was thinking about being a coach, and although we we help our clients, I know some coaches say, oh, my clients didn't thank me for that. And I thought, you know, if you are really well into in in your with yourself, if you feel very good with yourself, they don't need to thank you for everything you do, and it's not the way it is anyway. It's not supposed to be this way. So I was thinking, if you are a coach, you have to be very, very confident in yourself and not wanting client to praise you for oh you did that for me. So that's why it came to my mind. <laughs> so. Well, and you bring up a very good point. What happens to your confidence if you lack the praise you're looking for? Yes, exactly. 
Evan also another uh, story about uh, thankfulness towards to and Anna earlier. When I was younger, my sister eight years older than one of my sisters is eight years older than me, and she had a child. I must have been eighteen years old at the time, and I used to babysit from time to time. And my sister never, never say thank you to me. Mm-hmm. And one day, I one day I said to her, "Can you say thank you at least once?" And she said, "Oh, we always have to say thank you to you." And I say, hmm. So since that day, I never babysat. Unfortunately, I never babysat because she was not grateful for what I was doing. And when people are not grateful for what you are doing, it's not that I was waiting for a thank you, but it's it's nice. I mean, even if she did not mean it, it was nice to hear at least once, thank you for doing that. And when people are not thankful and grateful for what you do over and over again, then you tend to say, okay, I'm not going to do it. It's a shame, but you say, I don't want to do it anymore for you. You you bring up a very, you you lead into the wonderful segment on the difference between thankfulness or gratitude. Why do you think I'm being picky about this? And how do you think it relates to your sense of confidence? First off, let me throw it out there. I'd like to run down the roster, Crystal being the first person who, who registered for this course way back in November I, Crystal's the first name on the list, so Crystal, I'm giving you a heads up. I'm going to pick on you first. Crystal, in your opinion, is there a difference between being thankful and being grateful? And if so, what is it? If not, why not? I think that when you're thankful, like, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, thanks, and not really mean it, but when someone's truly grateful, it's like, to me, it feels more heartfelt, like you can tell if you're looking in their eyes and you can see them say you can just see it like I don't know you can just see it in their eyes you can really feel it where if they just say thanks if someone holds the door open for you, hey thanks they just they continue to walk by there's no eye contact pretty much at all for me it's just more grateful just they might call you up out of blue I really thank you for this they could use the word thankful but it's not expected I guess I don't know does that make sense like grateful to me is just more heartfelt okay there's a depth to it. If I'm hearing you correctly, Crystal, there's more depth to being grateful than possibly a more surfacy thanks sort of thing. Correct. Okay. Elaine? When I was doing the exercise between the two, I looked at thankfulness as being more like thankful for things about me, whereas I was grateful for things that people did for me. Ah. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to have to ponder that a little bit more. Isabel? Yeah, for me, grateful is more long-term than thankfulness. Thankfulness is more in the moment. Okay. Do? Similar to that, it's, for me, when I described this, thankfulness was about things that I was receiving, things or services or somebody gave me something, I was thankful. But grateful was something that was always around me. So I'm always grateful for my family. I'm always grateful for my health and my friends and my abilities and and those kinds of things. So, so gratefulness is like constantly there and thankfulness is there when something happens in particular. Mm, okay. Sarah? The difference? Is there? Is there a difference between being thankful and being grateful, first off? I'm not making any assumptions that there is any difference. You might think that being thankful mm-hmm. and being grateful are the same thing. Well, to me, it means the same. To me, being thankful or grateful personally is the same. 
I just got to make sure, like, when I'm thankful or grateful for someone or to someone, I make sure they really understand that it's coming from my heart. I even do little things. I make little gifts to give them to them, not just like a written card, but I make something with my own hands and give it to them and express my gratitude. I try to do that. So to me, it's the same. I just show it with emotion. So you're saying that when you're at the checkout at the local grocery store and someone bags mm-hmm. your groceries for you and you say thank you, you you hand them a little handmade card and a gift? Well, no, not not with those. But, and I'm talking I'm talking about more personal in a personal level. People in my life, my, people in my everyday life. Uh huh. But I do look at. I mean, I don't just say thank you and walk away. I try to look in the person's eye. I try to. Be, put myself in their shoes, try to feel what they're doing because a lot of people are there not because they want to but because they have to. So I'm grateful that they're there and they're helping me whether they want to or not. Try to show it, not just say it. Okay. All right, so there's a very strong connection between the two for you. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Good. Chase? For me, it's right in line with everything else. It's with what I'm hearing other people say, it's, thankfulness is kind of a present in the moment thing, like someone did something or like, it's all I'm thankful for this particular act, whereas gratitude for me is a deeper, all-prevailing sense of gratitude. Like the relationships I have in my life that are healthy and loving, I have so much gratitude. I'm, I'm thankful that people came in my life and I have so much gratitude that they're in my life. So there's a one for me is tied to an action, whereas the other one is more state of a being. Mm. Does that make sense? It, mm. it, it does. If I, am I hearing you correctly by saying one ripens into the other? One can ripen into the other, yes. Okay. Thankfulness can ripen into gratitude. Okay. All right. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Monica. I agree with a, a lot of what we've been saying with thankfulness being short-term gratitude being more long-term and I think with for gratitude for me is about how it really impacts who I am and my life and and who I am moving forward is where gratitude sits for me okay I'm enjoying the the harmony that's building with these definitions that I'm hearing and I'll equate that in just a second let's make sure we get Anna in here I sat down with this and I wrote my thankful and my grateful. Thankful to me is are things like my home and my cars and and I guess not necessarily always my stuff, but it's the things that I maybe I planned, maybe I I built into. So it's a little bit different. And then gratefulness are to me are things that things that happened that weren't really planned. They were spontaneous maybe, and there was this something that happened because of a result of that thing. So I'm thinking that I'm grateful is more spontaneous than my thankful. But I add a word, I add appreciation in there because to me grateful mm. is something had to happen for me to get to that where appreciation is for what is. My morning routine is wake up in the morning, appreciate, celebrate, and meditate. So appreciation just is. Gratitude is something had to happen for me to be grateful, and thankful, thankfulness is what I planned out to happen. Wow. 
that, that definitely that's very clear. That's extraordinarily helpful. It, it reminds me of. I often look at thank yous as rain falling on the ground, and the ground being gratitude. Rain helps the ground by moistening it and offering the water to whatever is in the ground it needs to grow. I look at gratitude as fuel, the source for growth, and thankfulness as that rain or for right now, those living in the northern climates, I'm in Minneapolis at the moment, at minus nine degrees, snowflakes and iceberg. I, I don't think I could get enough of a flurry of thank yous. And as those flurry of snowflakes compact and compact and create that iceberg, that gratitude of ice, the solid ground it creates, to me, gratitude creates such a solid ground to grow from. I know that there's a lot of stories around gratitude. And Jace, you have a story for gratitude. Yes, the expression of it. I took a leadership training, and there were probably 600 people as a part of this training, the attendees. And we were at a, one of the major hotels in Orlando, and they brought representatives of the hotel staff into the event room. So they brought in cooks, valet people, the mechanics, managers, front desk people, just a cross-section of the employees and left the skeleton crew on. And all 600 attendees stood up and gave these people a standing ovation from the moment they walked in the door to when we had them take the stage. And then one of the attendees acknowledged the hotel staff for just how excellent they had been and how what they had done by being so great at, at their jobs provided a space for us to all engage in transformation. And then we were finished. You know, everybody gave a, a huge standing ovation again. And it was really profound to see the difference it made for those people on stage. And what I learned later is some of those, some of the women that were on stage were from cultures where women are completely overlooked and they never get acknowledged at all. Mm. And so our expression of gratitude for them mm. was incredibly powerful. And you know, they, they were crying up there on stage. And it was just incredible how a, a true expression of gratitude can be so transformational and cathartic. And it was just uh, one, of those, one of those moments in my life I'll forever be grateful for. What you just shared there, Jace, I, I've done in other retreats and so forth. And what's really intriguing is when you have those people who just, I've had cooks I've literally had to drag out of the kitchen. I literally go into the kitchen and hand them my hand and say, you're coming with me. <laughs> because there are folks who, who are so embarrassed to receive a thank you. Has, has anybody found themselves resistant to receiving gratitude? Ooh, I'm hearing crickets in the background. They're all thinking. I can feel the thinking. If you can think of a time where you were resistant to feeling and receiving gratitude, right there, you've uncovered a way to boost your confidence. One of the things I've talked about way back when, I can't remember what show, is how I find many people are wired backwards when it comes to compliments and criticisms. Compliments and criticisms. More often than not, when I pay a compliment to someone, I can sense them evaluating and judging my compliment. Like, who am I? And do they deserve it? And, they, and all these other little conversations are going on in their head. And I can tell that the compliment's not being fully heard. On the other hand, when I've watched people, when they are 
given a criticism, bam, right there, immediately. The defenses are there. The thoughts are there. The, it got in, and they're already defensive. The shields are up. And I've asked people to flip that. Allow the compliment in. Question the criticism before you let it in. And that's the same guidelines with building confidence and receiving gratitude. I know that if I get in a head game and someone's sharing with me how grateful they are for whatever it is that I have been doing or part of in their life, I'm not receiving it. There's a sense of unworthiness on my part that I'm struggling with. Genuine gratitude. I'd like to as get into the second half of the show now. Genuine gratitude. What is that to you? What's your definition of genuine gratitude? And I'll work my way back up the list. We'll do it in reverse order that we just did, uh, asking for the difference between thanks and gratitude. So, Anna, if you would, I'm curious. I think you gave a pretty good definition in helping us understand the difference between thanks and gratitude mixed in with appreciation. But do you have a definition of genuine gratitude that you're willing to share? Mm, that's a good one. I, I do have some examples of something that's happened and it's, well, I will say the end result would be like my radio shows. There's a, a person who coached me in a way, mentored me in a way that all the steps led to me being who I am now. If that to me is an expression of gratitude for a person, and now it's a group of people, I don't know what is. So it, it's, for me, I, I feel like it's personal in a way, like it's my own little thing, and I, sh- I want to show my gratitude to this a person who uh, is kind of tough because that person is no longer here in the physical, so I'm constantly having a, a conversation in my head with them. It, for me, it's just genuinely... Something that happened, whether it was a person or a place or a thing that moved me in such a way that made me look in a different direction, made me take a different step, shifted me in some way that made me happy, made me smile, just made me feel really good, made me feel confident. Okay. That helped give everybody else a chance to ponder their response. This And you gave some good good fuel there for something to chew on. Monica, you care to take a stab at your definition of genuine gratitude? It's about how the the deep emotions that I feel be, behind it. A quick story is that one of my best friends on this earth, I call her my soul sister, We've known each other for about 15 years. We've never lived in the same city before. We always see each other when we can, and we talk, talk on the phone as much as possible. I'm so grateful for her. She's actually in town this weekend. And just last night, we were in tears when we saw each other. I proposed a toast of gratitude just of her friendship. Know that We know that each other is there for each other no matter what, and I, I am deeply grateful for her. It brings tears to my eyes. So when I when I talk when I think about gratitude, I think about how uh, how it has deeply whatever it is has deeply impacted my life and who I am. Um, feels awesome. <laughs> mm. 
Mm. Uh, once again, listeners, if this were webcam, you'd see me smiling eye to eye at this point. Stu? When there's lots of occasions where close people to me have, have expressed gratitude, and you feel that, that that's genuine. You can tell. One of the other occasions when it happens is if, if I'm helping one of my students or something through, their, through the course, and I just get testimonials come through on, a, on an email from somebody that I've never met, but they've been moved by something they've learned. They're not trying to get anything else out of it because I, I send thanks to people as well if I've been on their courses and I don't expect to get anything out of it. So I receive those testimonials in the same way. And some of the things that people have told me about how it's kind of changed their life is it actually really kind of moves me. And I don't even know these people. And so I, I really feel that's genuine. One of my questions, which, which actually might throw a spanner in the works here, and if you want to come back to it afterwards, that's fine, is, is there a time when we, uh, we express gratitude for something, but it's not received because somebody feels they've been forced to do something? Example was, if you, if you get your child to clean their room, and they don't want to because they want to go out and play, but you say, no, you've got to clean your room, and they, and they spend an hour cleaning their room, and then you say, oh, thank you. Thank you for cleaning your room. Does the child think, oh, great, I, I, I've been thanked for cleaning my room? Or does the child think, what do you mean, thank you? You made me do it. <laughs> well, there's where we get into this dialogue between genuine gratitude and manipulation. Mm. That's the subtle, dirty little secret around gratitude and manipulation. And I'll get into... More, some of the more insidious effects of this and why we need to be aware of them in just a minute as we get through our related definitions of genuine gratitude. And then we'll pick back up with Jace and then we'll hit Sarah. Jace, is there a, if you were to write your definition of genuine gratitude, what would that look like? It would be unattached. There would be no, no separate outcome attached to it. It would be uh, pure from the heart given freely without any expectations. It would be a singular event, too. There wouldn't need to be a receiver for the gratitude to be present. Ah, okay. Now, that, that adds to the uh, interesting part of the mix. All right, Sarah? To me, it would be the delicious feeling I feel when I know I'm being loved unconditionally. Mm. Mmm, another eye-to-eye, wrinkled-up face smile. Yeah. All right. Isabel. goes along with everybody say already, but it's really being real and being coming from your heart and not wanting anything from the other person. It's really being, being genuine. All right. Very good. Elaine. Well, I agree with what everyone has said you know, the same thing. Be true to yourself, and people will see that coming through. Mm-hmm. So in your own personal definition, then, is you being true to yourself? Yes. Okay. Crystal? I agree with what everyone has said up to this point. I'd also put in there, for me, it's, it's a deep emotion that I feel, and maybe if someone's like, like, I remember one of my friends looking at me crying and telling me how much I have helped her and been the only friend who stood by her side as she's going on her weight loss journey. I just really felt it, and there was no strings attached. And I'd also agree with, like, testimonies, even if I don't see people. 
I just can tell how much I've impacted their life, and they're impacting my life and building my confidence up. Okay. We've set the stage for a query. If you recall at the beginning of our journey, I told you that our journey is divided into two major sections. To build confidence, we must look at how we receive and how we give. The first half of the book looked at how we receive. This second half of our journey is looking at how we give. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm curious. Again, I'm going to go right down the list. We'll start with Crystal. Is it from a confidence standpoint, do you feel more confident, Crystal, giving or receiving? Hmm, that's tough. I think for me it would be giving. Okay. Elaine, overall, you mash it all together in the bigger picture of things. When it comes to you feeling confident, do you feel more confident when you're giving or receiving? Definitely giving. All right. Isabel. I would say giving also. Uh-huh. I'm feeling the trend coming on here. Stuart? Definitely giving because we, we, we get that boost when we when we uh, give somebody something. Okay. Uh, we're getting the landslide here. Sarah? Giving. Giving also. So far she's going to – is this going to be unanimous? Chase? Same. Giving. Okay. Monica? Yeah, it'd be giving. Oh, no. Oh, God, it's going to be a landslide. Liz, Anna, you're going to break from the pack? Do you feel more no, give, Giving, capital letters. Oh, my God, it's unanimous. <laughs> giving. You just struck upon the essence of Chapter 10 and the essence of rock-solid confidence. Think about this. Genuine gratitude, if properly shared, as you just all described in your definitions. Genuine gratitude has no strings. It has no expectations. It has no hidden agenda-esque feelings. True? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When it comes to receiving our intuitive nature, think about this for a minute. Those listening in, think about this. When it comes to receiving, your gut gets involved. When someone's offering you whether it's praise, gratitude, a favor, whatever, your gut kicks in, and in the back of your mind, you're probably thinking, uh-oh, what will I owe them if I receive what they're giving me? Mm. Mm-hmm. Am I delusional here, or have I struck on something? I think you have, because we, we can trust our own mind, we can trust our own thoughts and our, and our own genuineness when we're giving, but can we possibly trust somebody else 100%? And so I think you're absolutely right. There is that little niggle in the back of your mind about, is this going to cost me in some other way? Mm-hmm. Other thoughts? I have a question. When we all say giving is more like to do the most, isn't it also, it's just a question, isn't it also maybe selfish in our part? Because when we give, we get a lot when we give also? Well, we get into that great philosophical debate. Is there such a thing as ever being completely, what's the word I'm looking for, when you do something with no expectations? Selfless. Now, is, there, is it possible to be selfless? Because we are so all interconnected. That's what I'm hearing you say, Isabel, is the interconnected relationship that we all have. I mean, that's really diving into the deep pool, and I appreciate that. 
The reason why I want to make this a fine point and why genuine gratitude, genuine gratitude is symbiotic, like the sun shining on everything equally, helping it grow. Whether something chooses to grow or not, it's up to its own conditions. To me, genuine gratitude is symbiotic. Everything, everyone wins. It is a mutual feeling of expanding, whereas manipulation is parasitic. Something's being consumed at the cost of something else. When it comes to our confidence, I have often been, it's interesting, I'll share a story. There's one retreat that I was invited to attend as the, re, the, the day went on, on the very first day, we were, one of the exercises is that people were to share firsthand gut feelings about everybody there in the room. And I thought, oh, this is going to be quite interesting. And quite out of the 10 people there, I was part of the 10 along with the facilitator. Out of the 10 people there, the, first, the second person to start talking about everyone, she mentioned that she found me to be very arrogant. Very arrogant. She could not stand my arrogance. And everyone after that followed her lead. And they all, yeah, there's something about soul being very arrogant. Uh, we don't, we're not sure what it is. And I was the last one to speak up. And I said, well, I thank everyone for letting me know they feel that I, I'm coming across as arrogant. This is a good learning for me. And a, a person piped up and said, see, that's your arrogance right there. Well, <laughs> Fast forward five days. At the end of the five days, we were to repeat the same process. Well, the person who kick-started the arrogant stampede in tears asked for forgiveness from me because she recognized she was mirroring what she was experiencing in herself. But because I was so at peace with who I am, what I am, where I'm going, how confident I am, my confidence threatened her, and she interpreted my confidence as arrogance. And I, to this day, I remember having one of the best snot-nosed crying sessions with each other by her in front of all of these people, sharing the fact that she had judged me so harshly and how she now sees how she judges other people. And so the reason why I bring up manipulation versus gratitude is gratitude to me, There, it's just absent of pain. It's absent of suffering. And when offered, people will want to receive it, like a dry sponge soaking up water. When genuine gratitude is given, that water is amply received. You all just mentioned you feel more confident giving. I challenge everyone listening, if you sense that you're more confident giving, challenge yourself to feel equally confident in receiving. Should you take up this challenge, you will engage a powerful teacher. And that powerful teacher is the dissolving of judgment. Oftentimes, blocks to receiving, those blocks are formed because of real or perceived judgments. Think about this. When somebody's offering you something and you need to receive it, do you have this little voice going on in the background in your mind? Are you judging them, first of all? Are you judging their character? Are you judging their motive? Are you judging a future expectation? If you let those judgments go, 
and open yourself up to receiving, this teacher via this challenge will help you learn how to receive. And in the process of receiving, if you find yourself thinking, uh-oh, there's a hidden agenda here. If your gut kicks in and makes you think about, am I going to be in an IOU situation by receiving this person's gratitude? You might gently question them after they have given you what they wish to give you. You might gently question them saying, well, thank you so much for that praise. Now, is there anything I can do for you is there anything in the future that you need me to do? You can you can question, you can query. And if a person does have a hidden agenda, of a person, even if it's unconscious, by you gently questioning whether there is any strings attached, you'll begin to clarify that gratitude. For you see, gratitude has no checkbook. Oftentimes, I've seen people teeter-totter with gratitude, meaning if I give you a gift, then you got to rush out and give me a gift, and then I think, oh, God, i got to get you a gift. Or if I give you a compliment, then you think you have to give me a compliment, and then i got to give you a compliment, and on it goes. When you demonstrate genuine gratitude, the person receiving it, hopefully their reaction be exactly what you've been talking about. There's no further expectation of anything needing to be done. Next week is going to be more like our graduation celebration show. We have journeyed now for 11 weeks together. Next week, we're going to wrap it all up from our series. But ladies and gentlemen listening in, please know that those who are on this show, their journey actually has just begun because they are now given an opportunity as a group to either as a group as it is, these eight people all by themselves, to go through Pay Me What I'm Worth and actually dive deep into the work presented in the book and go through it together as a group. I've also offered them a challenge, and that challenge is to start their own groups as they go through this book. Next week, you will learn who is open to having you join their group. As you go through these shows, listed in our on-demand series. You can listen to what each person has gone through. You can get a sense of each person by going to bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash confidence cast. Sounds like two words. It is, but all together, confidence cast. bit.ly confidence cast. Take a look at our cast. Who would you like to go through the journey of learning how to be more confident with? Who would you like to have as a team captain? What does joining a group mean? What is, what's that all about? Just think of this as a study group. Think of it as a book discussion group. And the person that you've heard now for the past 11 weeks, they're like your conductor, your facilitator. You as a group decide how you want to do this. Do you want to do it in person via conference calls? Do you want to do it in person locally? You want to actually get together and have a potluck and then get down to business. Whether you do that once a week, once a month, you decide the, the administratia of things, but the goal is, is to increase your confidence step by step by going through each chapter of Pay Me What I'm Worth. The book Pay Me What I'm Worth in each chapter has exercises. What we've done over the last 11 weeks is we've simply read a chapter, pondered the exercises, 
as you've heard, a few of our brave participants have actually dove into some of the exercises, but everyone has expressed the fact that they want to dive deeper into each one. And I've challenged all eight participants of this show to become a leader as they go through the book themselves. Because, frankly, one of the most powerful ways of learning something is teaching it. And so I'm combining a methodology where, as the people who have participated in this 11-week series, they're now one step ahead of you, and they can lead you through the book with a little bit more insight about what the value will be and how it can build your confidence. So think about joining one of these groups. More details about joining our study groups, some call them mastermind groups, We'll give all of that information on our final show. We'll also have all of that information available on our cast page. And once again, that will be bit.ly forward slash confidencecast. bit.ly forward slash confidencecast. To wrap up the show, it's time to find out what are each person's takeaways from this show. Okay, it's Stu. I'll start the I'll start the ball rolling while everybody's clamoring to think about what they're going to say. Oh, thanks. Because I'm clamoring to think what I'm going to say. I think my takeaway is that I didn't have a conscious split between thankfulness and gratefulness, and now I understand where the two things come from and and, and how they're connected. So I'll pass on to Crystal. Okay, my takeaway for this is I really have to be work on receiving more and not... But there's certain people that when they, in my opinion, are showing gratitude or thankfulness, I have to drop the, the gut of what do you want from me attitude. <laughs> and I'll pass it on to Sarah. I have to agree with both of you. I didn't really know the difference um, of thankful and grateful going to work on not resisting so much on when I'm receiving from somebody else. I'm just going to accept it and embrace it. Yes. All right. Sarah, who gets to go next? Oh, uh, Monica. Let's see. I have, this is the, I've never thought about the differences between thankfulness and gratefulness. And then, and with that also appreciation, I, for me now, I'm going to be more aware of, of how I show my gratitude and how I show my thankfulness in really connecting with those that I want to express that to. So I'm actually excited about it. I'm excited about doing more. (laughs) Yay. Your confidence will go up. I can guarantee it as you do this. Yeah, right. I'm smiling because I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, who's next? Jace. <laughs> ah, thanks. I think this is like a missing piece for me, and I I need I'm going to practice expressing my gratitude because I have so much in my life to be grateful for, and I go through these periods of having pity parties and forgetting I have people that like. Like a lot of times, I think I don't even have a friend in the world. And I forget how many people really love me and care about me. And I, I think the more I express this, the more I'll keep it present and the happier and richer all of my life will be. So 
for me, it's going to be the practice of expressing my gratitude and keeping that going. Mm-hmm. So uh, has Elaine gone yet? Not yet. No, Elaine, I'm you're here. Um, I know the biggest thing for me is to be able to accept things when people give them to me. Because I always feel like maybe I should give like a Christmas present. I get a Christmas present from someone and I didn't get them something. I immediately went out to get them something just because I feel like I should reciprocate that. Or I know when I do things for some people, they just seem so grateful. I know that they are. And to me, it was like no big deal. I'm like, well, you know, in my own head, I'm like, well, that was no big deal. It was a big deal to them. I just need to be much more aware of that. Mm-hmm. That's what I call checkbook gratitude. Checkbook. Right. Everybody's keeping a balance and check on who's doing what. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Okay. Elaine, who's next? We have Anna and Isabel. About Isabel. So I would like to finish by one sentence that you wrote in your book. So it says, while it is possible to be privately grateful, genuine grateful gratitude blossoms and grows when gently shared with all living things. And it's really true, and I think the more we show our gratitude to others, the more people will be grateful to other people. I mean, it's, it's almost like contagious. We, so I want to, to, to show my gratitude to others more and more and more. Mm, mahalo. Mahalo, Isabel. And Anna, you get to help us wrap up. Okay. I, my takeaways are... One, yes, working on my, my receiving, being very open to receiving the gratitude and appreciating that. And also that as I was making my list of things to be thankful for, things to be grateful for, I realized that some, some things that I had on my list were things that you might not think someone would be grateful for. But yet again, as they, those things made me shift my thinking and what I was looking at, I was totally grateful for those things. So those were my takeaways. Well, thank you, Anna. Thank you. My takeaway for this journey so far is a reality check of how much more gratitude I can enjoy swimming in. The pool of gratitude continues to grow. Each and every person on this call, on this series, Crystal, Elaine, Isabel, Stuart, Sarah, Jace, Monica, and Anna. Yep, I get a little teary. <laughs> Even though we have one more live show together, I look forward to our journey together as we dive more deeply into our gratitude. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, again for listening in. And I get teary-eyed at these sort of things, but <sighs> gratitude comes in tears as well. Until next week. Thank you all for listening in. I look forward to hearing your comments. Be sure to leave comments also for Lillian, the host and founder of PWR Talk Radio. She is the guiding light to this show. Without her, this show would not exist. And with that, crew, on the count of three, I'd like to hear a rounding aloha to wish everyone a fabulous week. One, two, Three. And now, a few words from Lillian. Thank you for listening to PWR Network. I'm Lillian Caldwell, the founder of PWR Network. I personally thank you, as well as my other listeners, for your support. To enjoy the benefits being heard by our 8 million plus listeners, call me at 734-827-9406. 
to explore how to become a PWR network host or sponsor. Once again, I'm Lillian Caldwell, the founder of PWR Network. Thank you for listening to this program. We look forward to hearing from you. Aloha, Soul Dancer here, your host for Soul Searching. And a quick shout out to PWR Network. Thank you to Lillian Caldwell for creating a station where I can produce quality shows that are then rebroadcast numerous times throughout the week, the month, and the year. The level of value I receive for my payment for my hosting program is priceless. Folks, come on out to pwrtalk.com and click on the About link and check out what it takes to be a host. I'm sure you'll be quite surprised at how easy it is to join our family. Or even more simply, give Lillian a call at 734-827-9406. Again, to become a host, give Lillian a call, 734-827-9406. I look forward to you becoming part of our family. Aloha. Calling all PWR Network fans and followers. Heads up. For a limited time, we're offering a lifetime registered PWR Network membership. When we reach 90,000 registered lifetime members, that's just 1% of our documented 9 million listeners, this lifetime membership option ends. To learn more about all the perks PWR Network 1%ers get for a flat $20, visit pwrtalk.com today. Click the Gratitude Options button to see what perks await you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.